To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. $35 or more gets you free shipping. Once again, $35 or more gets you free shipping. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. JPositiveSarcasm.com for the brand new, well, in quotations, brand new spare part studio located about 15 feet away. 15 feet? How big is this place? Beth, chime in. Beth's not here. She doesn't live here anymore. She's gone. She's gone. Oh, oh, she's gone. She's gone. Yeah. Um, I moved the spare part studio. I made it bigger. And it it seated three uncomfortably, and now it seats four enjoyably. The angle that I'm shooting at, of course, is mostly just me, because it's a podcast about me and my problems and my viewers who think I'm autistic, which they're probably on par for. Dude, you've said like 50 fucking things. Shut up already. I'm arguing with, I've already been in this podcast for an hour trying to get things set up, and I already got some... Some dude from Australia or New Zealand. I don't judge. Meh. Uh, tell me about his band's, his mate's band. Look, if you go to my YouTube channel, go to my YouTube channel. You can go to my YouTube channel. Uh, you can check out the making of the Spare Parts Studios. Uh, just go to positive, just go to YouTube.com. Look up Positive Sarcasm. Or you can go to YouTube. You can go to Positive Sarcasm. I got so much. Jesus Christ, I am at least a full package of Twizzlers and four coffees deep right now. So, oh, you're from the UK. Well, God save the queen. Um, Jesus, my levels are looking good today. I, and you know what? That At least this guy is, is replying back to me, which means the sound is working on the Twitch stream. You can go to twitch.tv slash positive sarcasm one and subscribe and view the, the live... The live uh, downfall of my empire or you can go to facebook.com slash positive sarcasm and you can view it there as well donation is as simple donations are pretty simple however the actual nobody's gonna look at your youtube channel fuck you um i'm already at it you know what this is not you know a pg if you're a uh, a super bible thumper or children under 14 years of age not including me when my dad my dad used to swear a lot um this is channel isn't for you, okay? I'll look at your bands. I'll look at your mates' bands later, okay? All right? Later, okay? I bet you it's like the second coming of the Misfits or something. They're actually probably really good. Um, so, anyways. All right, I'm done with you. Go away. Go fucking watch Ninja play League of Legends or something, okay? Hey, my podcast. So, you can go to... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to hell. That's where, yeah, no, I'm skip, skipping that one. So this is the new podcast studio. It seats, I have one person perfect for me and for a guest. So it actually looks, it's actually quite nice in here. It's nice and cleaned up. It, with the exception of a webcam, this cost me nothing. That's the magic of this, okay? I have... Two com very comfortable seats. We're talking lazy boy recliner type of shit, okay? 
for me and a guest. And I've got a nice casting couch uh, futon type of thing. Um, perfect for two normal-sized people or uh, Peter Dinklage um, raping a seal. So it's over there now. It's great. So if you have guests or a spouse, uh, whatever, they can come in, they can sit down, they can watch the whole this whole calamity unfold. This is cool. This is, I mean... Let's see, we're 80-something podcasts deep. I've already lost my complete train of thought. I'm, I'm sweating like a pig right before the slaughterhouse. But yet, despite all this, I have two streams going. I've got uh, four computers running right now, one to my right, one in my middle, one on the left, uh, one running the entire stream through Twitch. This is pretty cool. I, I've got this table that I literally made out of some Walmart whatever, painted it down, uh, didn't even bother sanding it. Now half of it's covered in glass, uh, like nice glass, not like shattered glass. I wasn't. I mean, it was not that difficult to put this like this whole thing together. So I found a bunch of old stuff too. I found an old uh, signed Nomar Garcia Par autograph card. I don't. I'm not even a Sox fan, but I happen to have one. I found an old printed article, printed printed article from 900 degrees when I did a food review for them. They're a pizza place. Uh, and then I found a picture of the orig my original podcast uh, co-host in crime, Mark Seymour. I have a picture that he drew of me, Charles Brennan, Shane McAsee, uh, him, him and me. And it's very South Park-ish. And I put that under glass. So just this little weird knick-knack table that I have right in front of me. It's kind of nice. There's a lot more personality. I still haven't done anything to the walls just yet with the exception of the PS logo that used to light up behind me and a cool aluminum Mustang um, convertible thingy sign or whatever. So um, while this uh, schmuck on, on Twitch is basically shooting his mouth off 42 times in a row, I'm basically just going to basically just gonna block him. So that's pretty much the end of that. I'm just going to go ahead and block you because I'm trying. I got stuff here that I've written about, and um, you don't fucking matter. So, yeah, let's just go ahead and ban the user because I can do that because uh, I'm a demigod. There. Let's go ahead and finish that up. There. That's done. Okay. So, yeah, this place seats four comfortably. Uh, my drones are sitting there by, uh, two by two right behind the camera setup. And some things will have to be adjusted. I literally spent like a full hour trying to get both streams set up. So, so far, so good. But it was, I had a feeling that um, I was going to have some problems in the beginning. I was like, everything was too good to be true. It really was, putting, all the, putting this whole damn thing together. It was definitely too good to be true. And then the kinks started to work out. I had another webcam set up ready to go. And then I realized the the microphone in it wasn't working. So I had to switch over to that. I had to switch away from that and buy a different one. And then I found out that this computer just could not handle the horsepower of live streaming a podcast. So I had to ditch that computer altogether and bring in backup, which thankfully I have another. I have eight computers. So... I just move that one aside and, and reduce it to a, I, a whatever. And now it seems to be going okay. Seemingly. Then, of course, putting all the vlogs together, putting all the articles together that I get ready for each week. 
and then making sure that everything, from the minute I start everything up, runs without a hitch. Apparently, it, it, that's n- not... You should be... Expect- when you're going to do something this grandiose, you should expect problems, okay? No matter what you're doing. And especially, even... I don't care. This All this shit could be brand new. All this, all this shit. The couches, the, 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 the setup, the camera, the computers, the software, the hardware. It could all be brand new. And it can all break. All of it. Okay? It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter. It's how much effort, how much research do you make, do you put into actually making, sh- a- making sure that every little piece is absolutely, to- is absolutely perfect. Okay? There's also a problem with that because when you go through each and every single little piece, there's sometimes it's a good thing. If you research every little thing and make sure that there's no problems. Great. Good on you. Good luck. But it can also take forever, okay? You're going to have to, in some cases, especially this, when I'm doing it all myself, you're going to have to learn by doing, okay? I started this podcast with me and me and Seymour, a.k.a. Mr. Falcon. That's what we used to call him. And it all started with one little desktop microphone and a couple Shaper beers. I think I already talked about this in the last podcast. And now, and now, without really much spent over that course, it's much, much bigger, and streaming much faster. I'm now streaming on two different platforms in a much larger room but with guests that can come in anytime. The studio is completely devoid of any issues. You just you just text me, you come on by, you sit down, you email me, you come on in. I mean, I had a grandiose... I always have a grandiose plan for, for things when I'm, when I'm starting something new and bigger, and it all went to shit. Like, everything that I was planning to do for this first 15, 20 minutes of this podcast, whatever thoughts were in my head, whatever I was ranting about, whatever I was like, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to be inspirational, I have no fucking idea what the hell I was going to say, how I was going to say it, in what inflection, for what reason, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I have no idea. I just had to get it started, and if I'm going to slip out of the gates, that's perfectly fine. I'm not going to say, well, you do better. You probably could. This is how I'm doing it. This is how I'm going to learn. I see, I see people on the Facebook stream. I know them. I know and love them very well. Know and love them very well. I know and love them very much. Okay? I see people on the Twitch stream. I have no idea who the hell they are. None. But I'm going to make the effort to open up opportunities for either one of them to say things. Okay? I mean, I've literally been out of the state for the past week. I've been mentally off the grid for way longer than that. I've already been accused of being uh, autistic uh, today on the Twitch stream, which, like I said, is already probably accurate. But here's the thing. Despite all that, despite the one-hour issue I was having with the Twitch streams and whatever, I'm looking to my left. I'm looking in front of me. I'm looking on top. I'm looking to my right. Everything's working. Everything's working. I didn't have to make any phone calls. I didn't have to buy anything extra. Everything works. It's a fucking Christmas miracle. And as long as I ignore the people that, the local people that are trying to give me advice and the strangers that are trying to give me advice and I stay in the middle, this might actually work. So I, and I I do, I've done enough research over my life to know that I have a small chance of actually making this work. All right. 
and it's funny the the stuff that I haven't dab, uh I haven't dabbled in per se uh, an awful lot like Facebook Live I don't use very much and OBS with Twitch Stream I don't use it very much those are the ones I'm having the most issues with but when I look to my right and I hit record every single time I hit record that computer doesn't miss a beat not a not a single problem because I've gone through those motions several times and after 80 podcasts, 85, whatever, I finally have it down pat. There's no problems. As soon as I'm done, I hit stop. I edit it. I send it up to the freaking whatever. I send it to PS. And then out it goes into the world through every any way you get podcasts. And it works like a dime. So in that case, if that is not a problem, 80 podcasts down the road, this won't be a problem either. So... Let's just keep doing it. Let's just keep rolling. I've got, like I said, I've got, it's an, it's a, it looks great. I love that this, I look at the, the, the utilization of everything in front of me and it's like, this makes sense. And in the initial setup of it, everything looks pretty good. I got, you know, I got some golf clubs on my left and my right. I got the computer with an, with a larger monitor over here so that when I'm reviewing the, the recordings, everything's good. Everything's good. I can move my arms, not my arms, but my, not my arms, but my microphone arms, they move easily. These weren't expensive. I bought these probably two, three years ago. They work, per they work perfectly. The chairs are super comfy. A guest would love to sit in these chairs, and I, I guarantee you the day Johnny Monotone shows up, he's going to love sitting down on this thing. So this is awesome. It all looks pretty damn good. There's going to need to be some stuff on the walls, and there'll be a, maybe some more hardware down the line. But until then, it's it's not bad. Just like my coffee. It's not bad. Mm. So, as I continue, and here's the thing. Now that I have, it's one thing to have a recording. You have to pay attention. So, you hit the record button, and you just go. Okay. But I still have to pay attention to the decibel readings on the screen to my right. That's a distraction from what I'm actually trying to do. Because as I'm talking to the, the camera right now, as I'm talking to the camera right now, I do have what you would call a distraction to my right. And that is the actual recording of the actual podcast. And then in front of me, I have the Twitch stream that I'm watching to make sure that I can respond to legit Q&A I'm also making sure that the stream is running fluidly is the word I'm looking for. So and then so those are now two distractions, okay? Making sure that myself and the guest have proper mic sound, have proper microphone setups so when they talk, it's good. Because I don't use my I don't use headphones. A lot of podcasts use headphones, I don't. So now I have two distractions. Okay? The Twitch stream and the Q&A in there. The podcast on my right. Now I have another distraction. On my left, another streaming platform. Facebook Live. So now I have three distractions. Three distractions, two different Q&As, and all this equipment. And then I have a list of things that I have to talk about at the same time. You know, people like Dan Patrick and Joe Rogan do this shit all day long. They all have producers and stuff, but they still have to listen for uh, social cues. They have to listen for... You know, any any issues that could come up. But they get good at it, at it after a while. 
and they're able to microprocess these distractions so quickly that they mentally don't skip a beat when they're doing their podcast. They just start up and go. So that's what I'm going to have to learn to do. Now I got to make the transition into my second cup of coffee. So if you'll excuse me, let me just pour. I'm not going to mukbang this. I'm actually just going to pour it like a gentleman into my giant coffee mug. I'm doing a pour over today with Cafe Bustello. This looks pretty good, though. If I do say so myself. Um, eventually, yeah, like I said, eventually uh, the distractions will become to a minimal. The My clientele, or clientele, my viewers who actually want to view this and will become daily, daily viewing, that's fine. And then I'll go from there. Uh, anybody who asks me what's a podcast, anybody who asks me questions that you can literally go on Google or Bing or what's the other one? What's the third one? What am I thinking of? DuckDuckGo. If you go, if it's a question you can ask me, but you can also ask Google, Google it first. Go ahead. If you have a question that you're pretty sure Google can answer, go ahead and ask them first and then come back to me. Don't ask me things like, what's a podcast? What's your podcast about? Fucking fu- jump in. Try to jump in when you've learned a little bit about me and how crazy I am. Once you've gone to my website, Read read a couple of the articles, watched a couple of YouTube videos. You're going to get a sense of whether or not you and I can get along. And if we don't, fine. See ya. I know I pretty much alienated everybody who's probably dropped in the last 10 seconds, but that's okay. So, that being said, everything seems to be working. Uh, I'm enjoying the fact that I got two Twitch streams right now. I'm seeing old faces jumping on and going, oh my god, what the hell is this kid doing? He's saying all kinds of stupid shit. Really? I've been saying stupid shit for like 84 to 85 podcasts. This is nothing new. You're just becoming aware of it. Nothing has, quote, surfaced. I've always been this fucking nuts, okay? But now I'm just this fucking nuts on two different platforms, okay? And you got the Facebook ones for the old people and the lazy people, and you got the Twitch stream for, uh, I don't know, apparently some guy from the UK who wants me to see his mates Band. Rock and roll. Douchebag. Anyways, you can subscribe to this. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can go to positivesarcasm.com. You need posing music. You go over there. Oh, my God. 18 minutes in, and I'm already doing plugs. At least I got good coffee. You can never go wrong there. Mm. It's supposed to rain today. <laughs> okay. So, I just got back from Maine. Oh, yeah, we're going to go right into the material. Let's just go right into the material. I was at the grocery You ever notice at the grocery store? Yeah, I just got back from Maine. Maine looks exactly like uh, the ocean in New Hampshire. Looks exactly the same. I know. I flew, I flew drones over the entire seacoast. They look exactly the fucking same. Exactly the same. Hampton's a little trashier. Uh, but besides that, it's pretty much the same situation. Um, I think the people are a little nicer, though. I think people are a little nicer. I tell you one thing, I went off my diet for serious, yo. Also, if you guys have Q and A on Facebook Live or on Twitch.tv slash Positive Sarcasm One, you guys can go ahead and ask me any questions. Remember, make sure they're not stupid questions, okay? If you need advice, you can ask me that too. But uh, good luck with that. Um. So yeah, I was in vacation in, in Maine. I mean, totally went off my diet. Totally went off my diet. Mixing drinks. Uh, pina coladas, hot sauce on everything. 
I bought like three different types of hot sauce too. I obviously bought the Badia, bought the Badia, tagged them and everything. Um, my pal Jim, my brother Jim, was up there. He's like, or I think D said it. D's like, we're right, right on the water. Mm, yes and no. We were on the water about fifty percent of the time. We were in an inlet. We were in an inlet, and about by about ten o'clock that morning, the water, the high tide, uh, was gone. The low tide was in, and basically takes all the water. And turns our oceanfront, our oceanfront uh, resort into basically a dry lake, a dry lake bed. So yeah, we had we had you know ocean view property for about two hours if you got up at six a.m. to make coffee. After eight o'clock, that was it. You could see fossils. If you were a paleontologist, you could go down there and fucking dig up you know dinosaur bones and shit. But besides that. That was it. And, of course, I had to yell at my mother the whole fucking time because she's constantly... This This is the same broad that told me to stop playing video games and get off the computer and and stop looking at porn. And the next thing you know, every fucking 10 seconds, I have to go look at her and go, Ma, get off the phone. Get off the phone! Um, Every time. Because all I hear is that... Of her liking this and sharing that and adding this, and uploading this stupid picture that's half-cocked with her fucking, you can see her thumbprint in the camera view because she doesn't know how to take pictures because she's not aware of her surroundings because she's getting old. I mean, she told me about her pension. I was ready to hit her in the head with a shovel and call it a day. At least, worst-case scenario, I got a little money to fall back on. I got some of that Andrew Yang chain, you know? So she's constantly on Facebook, not a clue what's going on, I'm drunk with my brother Jim. We're trying to take pictures of the stars at fucking twelve o'clock at night with our with our with our cell phones. Oh, if we just make it light enough, we can see Saturn. Um, so true story. We actually figured it out. So we were taking pictures of it, but it was not. It was a nice time to be up there to kind of just get away from shit. Uh, you know, play with the sand. You know, fly fly the pelican a little bit. Um, had some issues with. It was kind of shuddering a little bit. My my drone has a little had a little Parkinson's. If you don't know, if you go to what my PS vlog on YouTube, uh, I I fell and landed on my drone uh, about two or three months ago and broke the camera gimbal. The whole camera had to get a new camera. I never really calibrated it after that. So when I put the new one on, I never calibrated it. So it had a little shakiness to it when I was flying it. But now I think we're okay. I think it's okay. I'm going to assume it's okay. I'm just going to assume that everything's fine. And la, da, 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 da. I'm going to assume that everything is okay with it. And we're going to have no problems whatsoever. Um, my drone is an extension of me. It's my third arm. Did I just say that? Yeah, I did. Let's just keep rolling with it. So, yeah, it's, it's another, it's an, like I said, it's another camera. It's another angle. It's another way to be, for me to be creative. So, I I don't know. I, I hopefully after the I'll, I'll, I'm going to calibrate it again, take it on another flight, and hopefully the shaky problem because it's a gat gimbal. Everything is supposed to be super still and fluid and stuff like that when you fly it up there. So I think that with the get with the gimbal calibration, it should be fine going forward. Um, I tested it inside the actual studio, uh, but that doesn't count. I want to test it in like you know 10 mile per hour winds to make sure that the camera doesn't jiggle or when I'm strafing left or right that there's no shakiness in the camera at all. And if not, we're good to go. It better not be for freaking $300 plus installation. This episode brought to you by Cafe Bustello. Comes in a giant yellow 
vacuum sealed bag that looks like cocaine. Oh, it's not. It's coffee. It's delicious. I don't think you can hear that. Um, all right. So we're 24 minutes in on this shit show of a podcast. The first time on Facebook Live, I'm looking to my right. Or excuse me. I'm looking to my left. I'm looking to my left, and I can see, I think it's me, but then I realize that the cameras are right in front of me. Good evening. Good evening. It's a lot to take in, okay? My, quote, ADHD is running wild right now. Or maybe I'm just bored with all these angles, and I like looking at shit that's moving. Ooh, this has got lines. And, ooh, that's got me on it. Oh, that's got me as well. It's like I'm a fucking movie star. Um, door, door, fucking door, door. All right, so I guess... A- since I got a shit ton, I just finished, I haven't done a movie review in forever and a day. Forever and a day. I haven't had Twizzlers in like forever and a day. Um, I actually did just have a shitload of Twizzlers. You know the serving size for, for Twizzlers is three pieces? Three pieces is like 40 carbs and like 20 grams of sugar. Oh, but it's non-fat. That's the biggest goddamn lie of all. If you guys want to know anything about fucking nutrition, anything at all, my automatic go-to is Rhonda Patrick on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and look up, not Rhonda, you can look up Rhonda Patrick or you can look up Found My Fitness. She's the smartest chick ever. When it comes to fitness, you go to Rhonda Patrick. She's that good, okay? You've got other bloggers and other diet and other lifestyle dieters and things like that, but Rhonda, Rhonda's my girl. She houses everything, okay? She's even down to the molecules that are in your plastic Tupperware that you store food in for your kids. She's that good, all right? What, however you interpret that. So, yeah, there you go. So, if you want to be a guest on the podcast or stop by or whatever or just sit in and listen to me read the articles for that day, you just uh, hit me up in any way, shape, or form and all my contact information and uh, I'm more than welcome to have you stop in, just just because. I'm sure some people will be stopping in very soon, but I'm not going to wait for you. I don't wait for anybody. I'll see you at the beach. So, anyways, I'm going to jump into, we're at 26 minutes. All right, so, yeah, that's how I'm doing. All right, let's get to the, uh, let's get to some articles for this week. Cause I'm crashing now. Now I'm just making shit up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna milk this whole. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, shit. Come on. I know what the fuck I'm doing. I know what's wrong. And for the most part, after watching a few YouTube videos, I know how to fix it. Okay. 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 Whoa. Where are you going? Get back your arm. There we go. I gotta fix these arms. I don't know why they're being so douchey. Why are you being so douchey? Yow. Okay, that's, oh, this is so much better. For those of you who heard the shaking on the podcast, I was literally just loosening up the arm and then tightening it, and now it's just a straight, it literally it's just straight like, an, uh, like, a, like you're doing your triceps, not your triceps, your, uh, your shoulders at the gym. It's just like a perfect straight raise, and now it's right in front of me. This is perfect. So I can literally just swing the arm away from me like so, and I can just swing it right back into me because this is at the perfect height. Uh, okay, so let's switch over to, uh, if you guys have questions or comments on Facebook Live, I will switch back over to you shortly. In the meantime, let's talk about one of my idols. Not you, get out of the way. 
Orange man bad. Get out of here. It's that shit. Hold on. Hold on. One second. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, still alive. Cool. All right. This is from. I generally I get my news from like CNET. CNET. I bit it. I usually get my news from like CNET or Rogue Rocket. You know, nothing too. I like a little cultural stuff every now and then because there's some people out there that really do inspire me. Oh my God, there's that word inspire. I'm inspired. That really do allow me to get the an idea for, I guess, what I want to do. You know, like this. I'll just I'll read it and then I'll elaborate more on what I'm talking about. Okay, this is how this is how rants begin. So. Let me close this out. Let me click on this button here. And let me see if I can scroll down. Okay. This one is by the American Conservative. I don't know anything about this newspaper or news thingy. I don't know anything about it. None. Okay? I don't know shit about it. I just know that there's an article in here about Joe Rogan and how he's, quote, the most trusted man in America. This is obviously an op-ed. Uh, let's see. By Hunter Duranzis. I don't know who that is. He could be he could be an ISIS member. I have no clue. But I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna lean with it. Rock with it. Lean. I'm gonna go with it anyways. He's a refreshing contrast to a mainstream media corrupted by sound bites and entertainment. Another thing that I talked to my mother about. Fucking stop watching the news. So I listen to a ton of podcasts, obviously, and I even listen to my own so I can learn how to well. Do better. Because maybe, because obviously, if I talk about an article or I have a thought or whatever, I can go back and maybe I can double down on what I was thinking or saying, or I can come up with a new idea of, of saying it or whatever. That's what, if you record, if you're a comedian, you should always record your shit, go back and listen to it. Maybe you'll get better. Maybe. This one says, quote, you know, Joe Rogan is really the Walter Cronkite of our generation. My best friend told me last year. As we sat in his 99 Chevy Silverado in a Sheets parking lot at 3 a.m., after furrowing my brow in silent thought, I gave a noncommittal answer knowing he would follow anything I said with a gushing riff about how just how Joe Rogan really is, how talented he really is. Rogan's, Rogan fans tend to do that. Once again, these are not my words. This is an op-ed piece by Hunter DeRanzis. Um, and I don't know how this article is going to go, but I'm going to go through it. Once I get a sense of what he's really driving at, I will, well, I'll go from there. Okay. Rogan fans tend to do that. On his point, there is no argument. From stand-up comedian to television host to UFC color commentator, Rogan has been a success in every field he's ever entered, but he's really comparable to the legendary broadcaster Walter Cronkite. Is he? Oh, is he really? Okay, that's a question. At the time when Americans had only three television channels, Cronkite helmed the CBS Evening News for nearly 20 years. With his calm voice, measured cadence, and uh, apolitical attitude. Apolitical. I just learned a new word. He consistently pulled at the, quote, most trusted man in America. Okay, that's, that's great. Initially, I thought my friend was being generous, equating the gold standard in broadcast journalism with a simple DMT merchant. But I've since come around to the comparison. In 2009, the same year as Cronkite's death, Joe Rogan started his podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. That's what it's, that's what it's called, JRE. Hashtag JRE. On it, 
Rogan interviews comedians, UFC fighters, scientists, philosophers, uh, celebrities, journalists, increasingly candidates for the president of the United States. 2020 Democratic field, he's already spoken to Andrew Yang, Congressman Tulsi Gabbard, and Senator Bernie Sanders. All great conversations, by the way. All of them were great conversations. And he actually just did one with Dan Crenshaw as well. Rogan, hour-long conversation with Sanders began with them commiserating about the format of the 2020 primary events. Events? Events? Events. Quote, you shouldn't even call them a debate, intoned the second-highest polling Democratic candidate. Wait, they are a reality TV show. You have to come up. This one is just, this is fucking weird. This article's weird. It's all sound bites and quotes and shit. Uh, okay, it talks about, okay. But everyone is online today. I mean, the entire country is essentially getting email and Facebook and all that jazz. I use, that's where I get all that jazz from. Like, why bother doing it in a particular medium that has inherent time constraints? Asked Rogan. The ability to discuss things in long form like you can do online, like you can do right here now, you can't get that on television. He's right. Even long-form television interviews give an hour time slot are comprised of spliced-together clips, all edited with voiceover interjecting commentary after the fact, featuring commercial interruptions every few minutes. Yeah, I don't know the future of television, but I can tell you right now the future of news. Okay, you can do long-form documentaries with opinion pieces, but you have to have a lot of information to make it a documentary, even if it's, it has a skewed point of view. It's still a lot of information. It's a long time. There's a lot of effort put into it. People are really looking for long-form stuff. I know there's stuff on YouTube that, or Instagram. Even Instagram, when you think about it, Instagram used to be 10-second videos, okay? Because they thought that maybe that originally it was probably for bandwidth reasons. But as you've noticed, if you think the American attention span is not great, I don't... I think you're mistaken i th i think you are mistaken because as you've noticed even with instagram they've increased from 15 seconds to 30 seconds to 60 seconds and now they have the tv mode where you can be watching something on your main scroll which is longer than 60 seconds could be two three minutes now obviously they're doing it because they want to keep your attention okay because they want you to stay on that app they want you to stay on that platform but that gives you an that gives you an essentially an idea that People are looking for something longer. They are looking for more story. They're looking for more content. They're looking for more whatever. Clicky shit. I don't know. But people are definitely looking for more of something. And it isn't... Yes, granted, you can be in and out with a meme in five seconds and move on with your day. But I've gotten bored of it. I've gotten bored of it. I don't know if my friend Zach, who constantly tags me in memes online, is, is bored of it. He loves doing it. But there's, there's sometimes you need that McDonald's and that cheap piece of bubble gum. But for the most part, we need that long-form shit. We need that steak. And listening to Rogan for two or three hours per podcast or whatever it is, even if it's just, you know, low-brow, purple, not purple, blue co blue humor, like, for example, your mom's house podcast with uh, Christina Pazitsky and her husband, Tom Segura, who I just saw, then it's still a two-hour podcast. You're ingesting somebody's demonic humor for two hours. So I don't buy into this notion that our attention span is getting less and less. I don't see that. I think right now people are so starved for enlightenment, information, long-form discussion. I mean, granted, there are idiots out there, 
Okay, there are schmucks overall that are feeding you all kinds of bullshit. I don't know where I was going with that. But the, the point is still there to be made. Okay, the idea that we are definitely starving for information overall. Okay, I know I am at least. Because I see this this clip this this clickbait shit on on the news and on any show channel that's not really looking for the content that you necessarily that makes you in, makes it interesting. Okay, I know that there's things that should be brought to light, but for the most part, I don't know why people do appointment television anymore. I don't. I think people's time is more constrained than ever when it comes to whatever they're doing. So the idea that we're looking for more information, the, the fact that somebody like Rogan, I, was, I almost lost my thought, but I caught it. I caught it. It was right out of the air. I almost lost it. I caught it. The fact that Rogan is, Rogan does lean and maybe, the reason Rogan leans the way he leans is because he doesn't have to worry about shit anymore. He's got nothing to worry about. He only has to focus on taking care of his family, doing what he loves, and not and staying out of trouble. Okay? That's it. So he can be super compassionate, super friendly, super inviting. He truly, truly can. He doesn't have to worry about anything else other than just taking care, doing what he loves, and taking care of his family. That's it. So he can be ultra-compassionate. But let's not forget, let's not forget. This is a guy who juices, who 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 uses uh, TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. So he definitely is is a go getter. Okay, he's not a fucking weakling. He's a black belt in in taekwondo. He's a high rank in in uh, judo and uh, Brazilian jiu jitsu. Okay, he, he's a former fighter. He's a UFC commentator. He's a comedian who's constantly touring the country. We're talking 5,000 seats, 10,000 seats, no problem. This And if you got if you followed his uh, Sober October challenge, I mean, this guy was working out so hard that he was peeing iced tea. His, it, his urine was that brown. It's not a good thing. You're just constantly sweating and working hard and stuff like that. So he is an alpha. He's a true alpha in every sense of the word. And if he didn't have that... If he wasn't making $75,000 a podcast, which he basically is, plus his net worth is through the fucking roof and it keeps going up every year, he would be more aggressive. He would be more of the conservative side of things. Just in cult, not politically, but culturally. I respect him in so many ways for where he got to, from where he was. And then when I started listening to him and all the, the risks he took along the way. He was not a conservative dude in, as far as, well, anything in life. He always drove muscle cars. He always worked out. He worked his ass off. Uh, and he was, there was no reason for him to be lazy. And that's a good example for, for me. There's no reason for me to be lazy. I need to do one of these every week. Okay? He makes $75,000 an episode. I would be fine with baking 700 an episode. Okay? That's a good place to start. But I'll start anywhere at this point. If he's making 75000 and I'm making 700 per episode, I guess we can get started. Um, but remember, this is... I look to him and I see the example that he's set in doing all the things that he does. Not just to stay busy, but to be enlightened. And he learns and talks to all kinds of people because that's what he wants to do. So why don't you do what you want to do and why don't I do what I want to do? And well, obviously, if everybody's doing what they 
want to do, which is, you know, uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit. Basically going out and just, everybody has this little thing in, in the back of their head that they want to be doing. They want to be um, pursuing. Nobody wants to be sitting in a fucking office. Nobody wants to be at a retail store. All right. Saying, you know, following prompts. I'm sorry. I understand. Nobody wants to be doing that shit. All right. People, I really think if anybody says to you, if you have friends that say, I'm thinking about starting a business or I'm starting a, a, a podcast or starting a YouTube channel or starting anything, you need to support them. You can be skeptical and ask questions. And if they don't know the answers, that's still cool. You still need to support them. Okay? You really do. It's hyper important that you do that. Um, we'll come up in 40 minutes here. And how the hell did this thing get so damn low? Eh, whatever. We'll run with it. Okay. We're at 40 minutes and 51 seconds. Okay. So, Russian nuke. I've been following this. I I'm going to abandon. I said what I need to say about Joe Rogan. If you don't know anything about him, go and check him out. Go and check out one of his podcasts. Anything with Joey Diaz, anything with Jordan Peterson, anything with Brett Weinstein, Eric Weinstein, just go and listen to his podcast. You'd be surprised how much information you actually get out of it. Okay? Okay. All right. Moving on. I've been following this. Um, if you haven't watched the, the series Chernobyl on HBO, you kind of need to. Is it on HBO? It's everywhere. I think it's on Netflix, too. Well, it's happened again, and I've been following this new development about a, a Russian missile test that gone has gone wrong. It blew up, killed five scientists. There's new information, too. There were the emergency alert systems in Russia um, that went that they turned off, and now they're back on. So what happened is they were doing a, uh, a test of a Russian cruise missile that was nuclear-powered. Okay, I don't know what the payload was, but it was powered by nuclear energy. So basically means instead of flying around for hours, this thing could fly around for days or weeks until it acquires a target or is assigned a target, and then that's all she wrote. Imagine just cruise missile just circling your town for days or weeks at a time. Just waiting. Just waiting. And then the next thing you know, picks up a target, takes it right out. How nuts is that? Now, here's the captions of this. I follow this closely because I know how bad Chernobyl was, and I've said this over the last five friggin' podcasts. Uh, this needs to be paid attention to very closely because you had a nuclear-powered item explode. So everything is op out in the open. And let's see. Here's the, here's the click points. Russia's state weather agency said on Monday that a cloud of inert radioactive gases that swept across a Russian town early this month was produced by a fast-decaying radioactive isotopes released by an explosion at the Noanoska testing, testing range. Great. So there are radioactive isotopes in the air. The question is, how much? Russia's, Russia's explanation for what occurred has been varied. Shocking, just like Chernobyl. A Norwegian nuclear expert told the Barents Observer that these are isotopes of strontium, barium, and ianthium, ianthanum, were caused by a nuclear chain reaction, saying it was evidence of a nuclear reactor had exploded. UX experts, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's called the Skyfall. That's the name of the missile. That sounds really cool. All right, so let's see. Let's see if we can get some information about Let's see, these are fission products, nuclear fission, uh, blah, 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 Alexander, blah, 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 blah. I'm actually looking for, there's so much, because when you read one of these articles about something that's already happened, 
They give you, they can give you as little as like one or two sentences of updated information, and then they will elongate the rest of the article, which could be two or three pages long, with all the same shit rehashed and then brought in with point of views and other things that may or may not have anything to do with the event that you're reading about. So it gets fucking annoying. So sometimes I have to read. Yeah, obviously I do proofread these things from time to time. I need to do a little bit more, but I was too busy. Well, let's see, creating a new fucking studio and also uh, playing with the podcast streams. So I'll do better. But in the meantime, let's just keep going, shall we? Okay, Russia has been cagey with details of the accident. Shocking. Okay, Russia says the radiation system, which was in acceptable levels, has stabilized. That's what Russia said. Here's why the Russian military is so many And the aftermath of the explosion, Russian explanation, the Okay. Uh cesium is okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna skip past this article. Here's what's gonna here's what goes down. And when Chernobyl exploded, the radioactive isotopes, all that radiation went into the atmosphere and the, the weather, depending upon the weather, it takes all that radiation and basically sends that radiation to another country. So it can send it, it's Chernobyl, it sent it into uh, Southern Europe, it sent it into Southern Ukraine, which was a part of Russia back then. And what does it do? Well, it gets into the drinking water, it gets into the food supply, it gets into the soil, it gets into people, and then you have things like birth defects, you have cancer, you have things like that. And not just three or four people, we're talking thousands and millions. We're talking in those types of numbers, okay? And the fact is, is that this is not, oh, that incident happened in 1986, the same year the Space Shuttle Challenger exploded. Ba-boom. But the Space Shuttle Challenger did not produce any nuclear, okay? Didn't produce anything radioactive. This is a situation where it, the same thing occurs, okay? A nuke, a reactor explodes, the weather picks it up, sends it in the air, and it lands in Denmark. It lands in Sweden. It lands in wherever. Now, if it lands in Russia, I quite frankly don't give a shit, okay? I don't. I wish it landed on fucking Putin's house. Uh, but if it lands in, in a place like Sweden or lands in Denmark or Finland or something like that, that's another problem for another nation. Okay? Same thing with the Amazon rainforest and they're cutting it down and burning it all that shit. That's a problem. It's the same, it's the same issue. Well, just, you know, there's different effects, but these are issues that not just that country has to uh, answer for, but the whole world has to. And Russia has a, a knack for doing stupid shit like this, okay? Not, communic no, not communicating or shutting off communication. Now, we're not... There's certain things, yeah, I don't want to get too political, but when it comes to radiation, <laughs> I get a huge fucking issue because I know how bad Chernobyl was and still is and will continue to be. We, are, we have just begun to dismantle the reactor that blew up we still can't send people inside the core. We can't send people in there because the radiation is so high that you can die within a matter... Back then, you die within a matter of seconds. Not a matter of seconds, excuse me. But yeah, your skin turns to shit in a matter of minutes. It, burn, it burns right through you. There, you can see radioactive... You can see radiation in the pictures when you take them. You'd see like ra actual radiation. So this stuff is, is huge. 
we're still in the process of dismantling the sarcophagus at Chernobyl. So, and that's just one reactor. Okay. These cruise missiles, like I said in last week's podcast, if they land, if the thing goes wrong and the cruise missile lands somewhere, if it lands in fucking St. Petersburg or Paris or something like that, just because it's cruising around the neighborhood, cruising along in my automobile, and it just lands in Paris at the Arc de Triomphe, and there's radiation everywhere, it's that simple. It's that simple for that something that stupid to happen. All right. Let's see. We're at 48 minutes. Let's do one more. Okay. Oh, I wanted to... Let's see. Let's see if we can get over to... Um, 2020 Corvette. So what I'm going to do for next week's podcast is I'm going to get extra power for my articles. My uh, article... What do you call it? <laughs> I'm definitely out of it today. It's okay. I want to get more power to my article laptop, my arc, my laptop that houses all the week's articles for the podcast. Get more information on that because I'm still working through this whole process because I got no producer. I am the producer. I'm the host. I'm the guest. I'm the producer. I'm the, the, the producer. I'm everything at this point. I am everything. Um... I am a car. I am a car nerd as well. I wanted to get a quick update. I did talk about the uh, the new Corvette that just came out. They basically took the engine from the front, and they stuck it in the back, and then they called it a mid engine. And they finally have revealed the next version of that of that car. Usually, they make the base model Corvette, and then they come out with the ZR1 or the Z06 or the Stingray or whatever the hyped up version, the jacked up version of that of that end of that car. And they have revealed that in 2022. That the C8 model, which is the new Corvette, it, by the way, this is from jalopnik.com by Max Frinkel. Finkel. Finkel and Einhorn. The next Corvette, the Z06, is a, it might be a twin turboed V8. The twin turbo V8 would produce um, 800 horsepower. Now, the base model version is faster than the old one, it's already faster. The base model version, at just under 500 horsepower is faster than the than the C7. This one's going to have almost twice the amount of horsepower. And if it has bi-turbo, if it had two turbos, its acceleration will be out of control. And I bet you it'll still get above 20 miles to gallon. I bet you it still will. You know, they completely redesigned the whole thing from top to bottom, so. Automobile is reporting that the automobile is reporting that the C8 Corvette the twenty, the Z06 to 2022 model, the versions, the version of Cadillac's Blackwing Hot V Twin Turbo, Twin Turbo V8, making upwards of 800 horsepower, and perhaps more than 700 foot pounds of torque. The engine won't wear the name Blackwing, though. Probably the trading it for the LT7. According to Automobile, the Z06 could see some major changes from the base Corvette when it comes to the transmission as well. Well, this is far from far from confirmed. A 10-speed 10-speed dual-clutch gearbox, so paddle shifters, could be uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, instead of the 7-speed. Because the Corvette doesn't do, they got rid of the, sadly, the Corvette. That's the one that it did have to go. In order for the Corvette to progress, they had to do two things. They had to get rid of the the 6-speed manual transmission with a little shifty in the middle. That had to go. And two, they had to take the engine out of the front and Ferrari it. They had to put it in the back. They had to make it mid-engine so that they can even out the weight distribution even more than they already did. 
The minute they did that, it, it changed the entire game for 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 Corvette. And also getting rid of that ugly fucking interior that the Corvette had. The C5 model, the C6 model had the worst interiors. I mean, it was ugly to look at. Or maybe the C4 and C5. But their interiors were ugly. Um, however, if Corvette does decide to do hybrid, if they decide to do hybrid, well, the weight, the weight will go up in the Corvette, but so will the horsepower. Because generally, when they do tests... Of supercars that are hybrid, that are that are hybrid-based, electricity and gas, their horsepower goes through the roof. And if they do that with Corvette, thousand horsepower would not be out of the realm of possibility. So we are at fifty-two minutes. I'm gonna do one more article, and then I want to get to some movie reviews. I got two movie reviews that I wanted to jump on. So let me go ahead and just get rid of these. This computer is not handling everything that I'm doing to it right now, and I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why, but I'm going to work through these problems. Uh, okay, so that's done. There's the Jordan Peterson deepfake voice generator. I'm not going to really talk about that. Basically, he J- Jordan Peterson, who is my boy, uh, is threatening legal action for anybody who is trying to deepfake his voice. Deepfakes, you got to Google that. Go ahead, go to Wikipedia, look up deepfakes. It's a real problem. Um, let's see. So let's get rid of that one. And then we're going to switch over to... We actually might have time. We'll probably... Uh, well, You know what? Hey, let's just be patient since I am all over the place and I'm learning all this shit for the first time. And I am wondering why this computer is just not responding the way it should. But that's okay too. As long as my streams... My streams seem to be working okay. And I'm okay with that. So, should we do it? Let me see here. Jesus Christ, this thing is not handling it. I wonder what it caused it to slow down. Hmm, not sure. All right, well, 434. You know what? Let's just go ahead and cancel out of that, and we'll just go straight to movie reviews. Okay. So I watched two movies. I did watch... Oh, I held, okay, actually, I watched three movies. Three movies. And the worst one was MacGruber. MacGruber was like an SNL sketch. It was a funny sketch. But the movie was, as most SNL movies are, terrible. Don't even do me do yourself a favor. If you think you're going to see a comedy, oh, I bet you it's not that bad. MacGruber is bad. It's like a, it's a spoof of MacGyver. It's a bad movie. There's maybe one or two funny parts. But for the most part, don't kid yourself. Some people said that they laughed their asses off. It's a shitty movie. It's a bad movie. Don't see it. Now, as far as good movies, I just finished Aquaman 2018 and Mission Impossible Fallout. Both uh, Aquaman and Mission Impossible Fallout were 2018 movies. One's a spy thriller, and the other one is a superhero movie. 2018 Aquaman. Arthur Curry, the human-born heir to the underwater kingdom of Atlantis, goes on a quest to prevent a war between the worlds of the worlds of ocean and land. Land, uh, starring Jason Mimosa, Momoa, Mama Mama Pam, Jason fucking Jason Mammogram, whatever his name is. Um, some Jack dude with a lot of tattoos. The women loved him, so it was obvious. It was easy for them to go flock to the movie theaters to see this because he was bare-chested for the entire movie. The entire movie. Okay. Even I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Um, 
And there was a lot of shit talked about this movie, and rightfully so, because DC has not done a very good job. Their directors and their writers and their producers have not done a very good job on turning people's heads to the idea of DC movies being good. Wonder Woman was fantastic. Uh, Man of Steel was fantastic. This movie was actually not bad. It was overkill, to say the least. Okay, it never stopped. It went, it went from like grandiose Avengers colors and sharks being being ridden as horses in the water, Nicole Kidman being hot as fuck, and all of a sudden it turns into like an episode of Friends where they're like prancing around some town in Sicily, you know, chewing on roses and, let me tell you about my best friend, he's the one, and it just, it it's so odd at times, but for, it definitely has uh, choppy, choppy is a good word to use actually, but besides all that, I mean, it literally, it's just like, let's just take every trope in the book, throw that at the wall with insane special effects, uh, huge character actors, Nicole Kidman's in it, Willem Dafoe's in it, Patrick Stewart's in it, James Wan, who directed Insidious, which also starts J- uh, Patrick Stewart. James Wan directed it. Uh, he did Insidious in Insidious Chapter 2, which I loved. He directed it. It had the backing of DC. It had DC money backing it. And as per as per, per usual, anytime DC does a movie where it's just one of the superheroes in it, it's a thumbs up. And Aquaman is no different. Granted, there are some drawbacks to this movie. The choppiness of the plot. Okay. Uh, the And actually, I think the choppiness of the plot really does kind of kind of kill it a little bit. But I don't want to shit on this movie too much because it's actually it actually is a lot of fun. If you're just sitting in front of the TV and you want a movie to fill that big screen, this is a big screen, big budget movie with some decent acting at times. And if, but uh if they would have I would have actually given this movie 4 stars if they didn't put a freaking Pitbull song in there. Straight up. They said, "Hey Pitbull, Here's 500 grand, more like 2 million. Go make a song for Aquaman. Great. Let's go copy Toto's Africa. Fuck that song up and put it in just fill. And there we go. Thankfully, it was only in there for about 15 to 20 seconds. But hey, please, do me a favor. If you're going to cover Toto's Africa or sample it or something like that, please do a good job because it hurts my feelings uh, when you screw that song up because it's literally the greatest song ever made. Okay? Toto Africa is. Don't lie to yourself. You're going to call it a two-tune, but I guarantee you, if that song comes on the radio, not the Weezer version, don't kid yourself, if that version, if Toto Africa comes on the radio, you're going to put your windows up and your volume through the roof, all right? And if you got a convertible, more than likely, you're going to blow the roof off the convertible because that song is awesome. But Pitbull ruined it, That's and Pitbull doesn't care. He has producers, he pays the producers, and in turn, they flip him a shitload of cash for covering a song that's way better than anything he's ever done. His entire library. But when it comes to Aquaman, I'm fucking everywhere. When it comes to Aquaman, three out of five stars, a solid Netflix or Amazon. It's actually available on Amazon Prime. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. It's corny. Uh, it's maybe not as good as Wonder Woman. Um, but it is. It's still good. It, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's good. Justice League was a pile of shit. Please don't see that movie. Do yourselves a favor. 
But Aquaman's great. Three out of five stars. It's on Amazon Prime right now. It's two hours and 23 minutes, though. It felt like, at times, it felt like four different movies in one. It should have been a miniseries, for Christ's sakes. Now, uh, finally on the podcast, I haven't done movies on movie reviews on here for in quite some time. However, I kicked it off the right way, minus MacGruber. Mission Impossible Fallout. The last Mission Impossible movie, I'm sure was good. I'm sure it was good. It was called Ghost Protocol. But I fell asleep. Next thing I know, I woke up somewhere and he was stuck in some water shaft or some shit. I don't know. This one, 2018 Mission Impossible Fallout. Ethan Hunt and his IMF team, along with some familiar allies, race against time after a mission gone wrong. There's there's a lot of double-crossing, uh, rogue agents. Uh, there's all kinds of weird shit going on in this movie. And the stunts are unbelievable. He actually broke his foot in the, in the making of this, where he was running and jumping across rooftops in France, I think, or Paris, which is France, of course. Paris is in France. You can Google it. I'm legit. Just Google everything. Google everything! Um, and he was running and jumping across rooftops, and he got close to one and fucked his foot up something fierce. And I don't... And I think he was still in... I think he still did the whole scene with a broken foot or something to that effect. You gotta go check it out and clear it in. I would have looked it up, but I was too busy fiddling with webcams and all that other shit. So it stars, of course, it stars Tom Cruise. Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill as August Walker. He plays the CIA agent. Ving Rhames is back. Simon Pegg's back. Rebecca Ferguson's in it. Sean Harris is in it. Uh, Angela Bassett's in it. Uh, who else is in there? Alec Baldwin's in it for uh, a hot minute. And then there's a couple other surprises in there as well. This movie never stops. This movie never, ever stops. It's just one tense spy thrilling moment after another. It just keeps moving. This movie does not let up. Whereas Aquaman has some moments where it kind of brings all the crazy CGI and action sequences and picturesque landscape moments to a screeching halt. This doesn't. This movie is one of the greatest spy thrillers I've ever seen. I We're talking... 007 Skyfall, we're talking The Hunt for Red October. These are five-star movies that blow me to pieces. This is the best Mission Impossible that's ever been made. This is one of Tom Cruise's greatest movies ever. We're talking like Collateral, uh, Top Gun, (laughs) which I don't know if it was his best acting job, but Top Gun is still the shit. Tom Cruise, I'm pretty certain... He's going to be acting for the next 30 years. And he's getting better. He's getting... He, here's the thing with Tom Cruise. He's getting... He, he's physically getting back to better. Aesthetically, weirdly enough, aesthetically, he's getting better. Uh, and his movies, his quality of movies are getting better. It is quite enjoyable to see him still kicking ass, doing his own stunts, and his franchises are still going strong. The, the acting in this movie is far better. The scenes don't quit. The CGI is fantastic. This is a movie that everybody needs to see. If you didn't see it in theaters, I'm pissed that I didn't see it in theaters because some, of uh, some of the scenes are insane. Um, I like the fact that it's, in, 
I guess in today's world, this movie doesn't pull to anything other than just the fact that it's a Mission Impossible movie. It doesn't have any limits. And it has its glory shots. Where it's all about Ethan doing going out of his way to save the day. However you interpret that. It's just a fan. It's a freaking awesome movie. I was blown away. I thought I was just going to throw on a flick. Maybe talk about it for about a good 30 seconds. I never expected this movie to be a five-star movie in my book. And something I would highly recommend to anybody. I... Let's see. Because I was invested so much emotionally with the Avengers, I can't, even though a lot of people did not like the the Avengers Endgame, the quality of movie that this is is up there with the Avengers. The Avengers was just a, the, was just a culmination of like 20 movies and emotionally it all tied it in. But quality of movie, Mission Impossible is, is on the level. It's on the same par. You got five movies, we know Ethan Hunt. We know the characters behind him. We know the adversity he faces. We know the stakes of the situation. But we know he's James Bond, basically. So it does. It makes perfect sense to me that he has to come out on top, but the stakes have to be risen so high that you still have a doubt in your mind of whether or not he's actually going to make it and turn that switch off to the nuclear warheads before the clock reaches zero. So Mission Impossible Fallout, five stars. It never stops. Never stops. It's got decent twists that you see coming and decent twists that you don't see coming. And you also see Ethan Hunt, his compassion throughout the movie as well. He never lets up. But there's a quality of a quality of movie out there right now. And this is, I cannot, I mean, this one is pretty aggressive when it comes to the fact that it just keeps moving and it keeps you Sometimes you do get lost, but this movie does a really good job of tying everything back together quickly. Okay. And even though you're confused at times, which is generally what happens, especially nowadays when people have their phones right there and maybe they could text somebody or check something on Instagram or whatever, this movie will still allow you to keep your eyes on the movie, even if you're still confused, and then quickly make you understand what's going on so you get back into it even more. Okay. So... Mission Impossible Fallout, five stars. Uh, Aquaman, three stars. Both good movies. I highly recommend Mission Impossible Fallout. And anytime DC makes an independent movie, it usually comes out pretty good. So we're at an hour and six minutes. Somehow through this entire shit show of a day, afternoon, and the beginning of this podcast, I managed to, I managed to get a podcast done. I started out yelling at some douche on Twitch. I had t- streaming issues. I have a computer that really just shut down on me on my left-hand side because it ran out of battery life because I was it was so resource-heavy over here. It just decided to go to sleep. But not for nothing, I got an hour and six out of it, which is exactly what I want. Now I know where I have to improve upon things with the Twitch stream and all that jazz. Now I can review it all, edit it, get it up there, and then make adjustments for it for next week's podcast And if I have guests in studio, what angles I need to be shooting at so that they get the proper viewing. So if you want to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any any amount is allowable and appreciated. Okay. It comes out once a week. I stream every episode live on Twitch. And now I'll be streaming going forward as long as everything gets tied up cleanly. I will also be streaming 
uh, on facebook.com slash positive sarcasm so you can view me in two different formats live each time the podcast is up. You can ask me questions. You can shoot me emails. You can feel free to insert yourself in the conversation. If I feel it relevant, relevant, I'll get back to you. The studio, of course, is is 100% up and running. And uh, I look forward to it. Go to my YouTube channel, Positive Sarcasm. Subscribe there. You can also view my vlog, of course, on Positive Sarcasm, which is still through you. You can go to PositiveSarcasm.com. That houses everything. You can check everything out there. But please, subscribe to my YouTube channel, my Instagram, and my Facebook, facebook.com slash Positive Sarcasm, Instagram at Positive underscore Sarcasm. You can also find me on Minds. Minds is Positive Sarcasm. You can find me on Reddit. I'm trying to figure out how to, that shit show works. People yell at you when you post things in the incorrect categories and stuff. It's They're... Yeah, they're un- uh, unapologetic. So you can find me on all those. You can email me directly. Uh, if you're looking for posing music, I just put up four or five new posing music demos up on positivesarcasm.com in the posing music section. You can go and check that out. And I think, I think I've mil- I think I've milked this for everything that it is. I will uh, improve upon it next week, and I'm gonna go put some the rest of this uh, this hot coffee on ice. So it's ready to go for tomorrow. And then, of course, if you want to subscribe to the podcast and actually become a podcast listener, you can go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts. You can go to Stitcher, Google Play Music, anywhere where podcasts are available. And you can also download it and stream it directly from PositiveSarcasm.com. So feel free. If you do listen to podcasts, make this a part of your uh, a part of your day as well. Please. I really appreciate it. But in the meantime, we are at an hour nine now, so I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. If you have questions about also how I, de- how I des- designed the studio, and maybe if you want to add some decoration to the studio, maybe like a poster or some artwork, hit me up. I'm more than open to it. Uh, thanks to Sticker Mule, Body of Hot Sauce, and um, yeah, until another week of Cafe Bustello, I will check in with you soon. Uh, don't forget to tip your waitress. But streaming live from the Spare Parts Studio, this has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation. To support this podcast, go to PositiveSarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.